0: Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.
1: Tim Fitzgerald, publisher of GoPowerCat.com. Uh, hey, Fitz, how are you?
2: Hi, boys. How are we doing?
1: Well, you know, it's the dead of winter, and we're just trying to survive, I guess. Basketball keeping oh, us okay. afloat. <laughs> Let's start uh, with the K-State women, because I yeah. I am so impressed by what they're doing and have done. Ranked number four in the country now, coming off a road win uh, the other night at Baylor number 13 and doing it with Ioka Lee right now who's uh, injured, should be back I believe in a week or so. Uh, Man, did you see this coming from this team? I knew they'd be good,
2: but they're actually better than what I thought. And What I didn't fully appreciate about the job Coach Mitty's done is Look, he had a pretty good team last year with Lee injured. <clears throat> I mean, she misses the entire year. and they're still competitive in the Big 12. They're still good. You went out and found some players that could, you know, play without her. But then in the offseason, knowing full so well he was going to get her back, he had even more parts. He has such a deep bench right now. So many different people that can come in and do different things for him. Um, yeah, he's got a core group, but he's got some role players that come off that bench and do a lot for him. Um, and now they're stepping forward. In fact, my daily delivery video today is about Serena Sandel, who's my favorite player on the team to watch because she's such a smart point guard. She makes so many things happen. And now with Lee out. She's up to her scoring game and, and um, seems to be playing an even bigger role. But to lose your star, go on the road, you know, beat your rival at home, and then go on the road and beat the 13th-ranked team in the nation without your star, kind of your, your centerpiece, and I, it's it's impressive by the team and and Coach Mitty. It's really impressive.
3: What are what are kind of the the overall uh, opinions just about uh, Jeff Mitty's body of work? Not only with K State, but he won a, once a, a bunch of games with TCU. He's got over six hundred wins in the in the college game. Obviously, he's not going to be mentioned in the in the Pat Summit, Gino oriyama Tara Vandeveer conversation. But where is he in in such a conversation?
2: I think it's fair to say throughout his career he's been solid. He's been, um, you know, well above average. He's won a lot of games. Uh, he's, he's stayed employed, which is always the, the number one goal of a coach. And, um, you know, he settled in now for a ride at K-State. And I, I think with the changing landscape of college basketball, and it's impacting the women's game, obviously, from what we're seeing this season, he now sees an opportunity to take this program to a level it's never been to. And it was really good, you know, during those Kinder Wecker years back in the day uh, with Nicole Oldie and Lori Kane and every, all those other players. But this team has something more to it. This team feels like a legitimate Final Four team. Those teams felt like Sweet 16, really good teams. This feels like a team that can actually compete for a national championship if they stay healthy, get everyone back. Um, and when they get Lee back in, you know, three weeks or whatever it is now. She should be rested for the run time the stretch. and In an odd way, I think that's played out well for K-State.
1: Talking uh, with Tim Fitzgerald from GoPowerCat.com, our K-State guy. Uh, speaking of basketball, the men's team has uh, rebounded and played well uh, of late. They have a very interesting road trip. It starts tonight in Ames against Iowa State where very few teams go into the Hilton Coliseum and win. And then uh, they go on the road to play Houston over the weekend. What do they need to do in this two-game stretch, in your opinion?
2: Uh, you know what? If you can steal one of these games, they're so far ahead of the curve. Um, they take a little farther. We talked about this in our podcast yesterday, that out of the next seven, six are ranked. So this kind of feels like the heart of the schedule, uh, the meat. Um, you know what? The beauty of their start is, you go two and five in those seven, which is, you know, kind of the, maybe the worst case scenario that you can see this team doing. Um, you're at 500 in the conference. So you're still on pace to make the tournament. Uh, but you steal a game or two along the way and you go, you know, three and four, four and three, uh, you're going to be up there contending for the the big 12. If you can find a way to win four out of the next seven, you'll be, you know, I got to do math clear real quick. You'll be seven and four. Um, I think I still screwed it up Uh, coming out of that, and um, you know I think you'll be in eight and four. You'll be really in good shape. So it's it's an interesting stretch for the men, but yeah, starting tonight at Iowa State is really tough. But man, this one they've won up there before. If they can get this one and move on, they're going to be you know ahead of steam and a lot of confidence going to Houston.
3: So this team has won five overtime games. There were a couple others. Uh, you know, Wichita State, Chicago State where they didn't really r- run away with it. Does that indicate to you that there are underlying, I don't know if struggles is the right word, but but whatever word you want to choose there, or is this this team just finds ways to win and who cares about style points?
2: No, there's, you know, there's something to be said about that. I was very concerned, you know, particularly coming out of that Chicago State game as they headed into the Big 12. They just, they didn't look like they were competing at that level, but Bill Chang did it last year, and he did it again this year. So it's like he literally flips the switch with his team and, you know, puts it all together. Once the Big 12 starts, okay, we worked on this and this and this and this, now we're going to put it all together. And it seems to work. It's the darndest thing I've ever seen. I think we can all agree that this team doesn't pass the eye test quite like last year's team. Last year's team got out and ran. They scored easily. Uh, You know, they – just were kind of entertaining to watch because of Marquise Noel and Keontae Johnson and Naquan and all well, the dudes are gone. I and mean, this team's less high-flying, uh, but whatever the formula is that recipe is Jerome Tang and his coaches use still works it's a really good defense. They score just enough to win. Uh, but somehow they're turning the ball over at an unacceptable clip and winning. Uh, and that's, that's an area where if they can get it under control, uh, they could really take off and, uh like they've had 18, 17, and 17 turnovers their last three games. They lost the one with 18. They nearly won the ones with 17. And that seems to be the line that they can't cross. But to win tonight and then Saturday in Houston, that number better be at 12 max, if not lower. Uh, and both of those team wanted, teams can turn you over quite a bit.
1: Talking with Tim Fitzgerald, gopowercat.com. We all know the uh, topsy-turvy nature of college athletics. You can be good, and suddenly then you're not good. So I want to ask you historically, because you've certainly been around Kansas State Athletics for uh, many years, has there ever been a period in time where the wheels were greased as well as they're greased right now? In men's basketball, football, women's basketball, it looks like they're going to have a really good baseball team. I'm not as aware of some of the other sports, but it just seems like it's going extraordinarily well right now at Kansas State.
2: The volleyball ended on a furious. I mean, they, That's they true. They swept a couple top 10 teams at home down, down the stretch three Oh, which is including Texas. Uh, it's unbelievable what they did late in the year. They should have gotten the tournament, but they didn't that program under coach. Um, you know, another coach that Gene Taylor hired, um they're good they're and they're going to be around i don't know man i think a lot of other ad's are going to be calling up gene and saying what what are you looking for that you're finding all these coaches that have been so successful and the bottom line he's looking for good people that'll fit into the culture and uh you know of course the coaching part's important but he wants people that want to be at k-state because it's k-state and not it not the next step in their career do you
3: think uh, uh, do you think the uh the tension between the university administration and and the basketball program has ease is that something that's just bubbling under will it resurface at some point uh what, what do you think about all that
2: uh, well you know basketball's in its season
3: you know they they're
2: not there's nothing going on on that front right now they're in season and the university has a lot more things to worry about um they're, they're under a cyber attack and they, they they've tried to play it down and, and kind of play it low but Uh, every student and faculty member on campus, anyone with a KSU uh, email address or access to the system has to change their password. We're not sure if it's ransomware or just a cyber attack, but the university's kind of crippled, with their teaching systems, everything. Um, So that's kind of the worry now of Anderson Hall and maybe some regrets that one of the people that was fired along the way on campus was the IT director that might have known how to prevent this. So it's a little chaos on the K-State campus. Wow.
1: I didn't know that. That's, like, scary yeah. stuff. Uh, I shivered a little bit here on that.
3: Don't want to fire your IT guy
1: ever.
2: Yeah, that, that was one of the first things he did. He fired the IT and the HR person. Um, and, you know, I, look, I know when you come in you want your own people, but you can't cut your nose off either. It looks like they were caught a little, you know, with their pants down on this one. They, they, did not, they were not prepared for it. They had no idea how to handle it. And the, wor- the most worrisome thing is, is teachers are all gone digital. Their 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 lessons, their tape lectures, they're all stored in a system now that uh, is inaccessible and may be lost. Years and years of work product for the faculty might be lost because of this IT attack.
1: Good grief, Tim Fitzgerald, that this took a dark turn. Our interview with Fitz. Uh, <laughs> let me ask. It let me ask not. you this question. <laughs> Let me ask you this question, and it might be really stupid, but I was just looking here, and and Kansas has lost a couple games on the road to inferior opponents, uh, UCF, which has played pretty well, and also on the road to West Virginia. And you've got now Houston, Cincinnati, uh, BYU. Next year you get Arizona coming into the the conference. Is this a point where KU is maybe – susceptible to being overthrown at the top of the big 12 is that is that crazy thinking
2: no it's not um and but you know honestly probably to get it done it's gonna have to be houston and they have two road losses I is just not as deep as they have been i mean saturday's game i think when only starters scored and that's never a good sign uh but I also know that Bill Self's the best coach in college basketball. You know, you'll find ways to win games they shouldn't win. Uh, but this conference is exceedingly difficult to win on the road, which, you know, is exactly what troubles K-State going on the road for two games this week. And, uh, you know, winning at UCF and West Virginia might have seemed like give but there's no give in this conference on the road. There just aren't. It's just it's a, an amazing, entertaining, what I call a glorious mess of a conference.
3: So, Fitz, I'm not trying to be, like, holier-than-thou guy, but I decided last week to get off Twitter, and a large part of that was the way people interact with you because I was seeing it. You were quoting them. You were replying to them. And I know you got to be on Twitter to promote your work and things like that, but, man, why? Why, Fitz? Why are you on there?
2: Uh, It's Yeah, exactly. Without work, I would be gone. And I used to enjoy Twitter. Um, you know, I mean, honestly, every tweet was a joke and fun. This account, it used to be like my private account. I used to have a work account, but nobody paid any attention to the work account, so it switched everything here, and it's amazing how people police old tweets, and, you know, tweets at the time, nobody batted an eye about, then they read them with no context, because most of the tweets to which I was replying are gone. Uh, it's just, a, it's, a, people are just, anymore in this society, they've they seek outrage, they seek conflict, and uh, they seek trying to tear people down to make themselves feel better. And I'm just not going to – you know, I, I replied to some of them, but when you clearly explain what a tweet is um, and they, they just don't even want to listen, they're not worth talking to. So I've just – I've been blocking a lot of people. But, yeah, I'm, I'm with you after this past couple weeks. Um, I, I'm i pretty sure that if it wasn't work-related, I'd just – I'd leave Twitter behind because – it's, it's filled with, with crap talkers now, and I eagerly await the day, and believe me, you know, we all talk about, well, you shouldn't tweet it then it would come back, you know, we didn't think about that. What these people aren't thinking about is, I don't think it's too far down the road before uh, AI can connect all these anonymous accounts to real identities. And when that happens, there's going to be a lot of people sorry that their hobby was talking crap on Twitter, trying to ruin people's lives, because then they'll be in the crosshairs.
1: Yeah, there you go. Whoa, what a conversation today! Uh, oh, it was a weird breach one. of the. Yeah, loved it. Uh, there you go, Fitz. We always love having you on. Thanks for your time.
2: Thanks, and and Jeff, thanks for asking me about that because it's it's bull crap what's been going on, and and uh, to take stuff so wildly out of context and try to ruin someone. I'm, just, I'm not going to play that game. I'm going to keep doing my job. People that know me know me, and screw them.
1: That's there you go. Thank you, Tim.
0: Good yeah, boys.